Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Swim podcast. Hello friends, it's IDPC. Um, so, a lot has happened since the last episode of Someone Who Isn't Me that I did with Aaron Weaver of Wolves in the Throne Room. In that time, um, what's happened? I finally started that goth-tinged post-punk black metal record that's kind of been boiling below the surface for many years. Um, that's actually partly due to the conversation that I had with Aaron, if you haven't listened to that. You can go back and listen to it on all the usual platforms because it was a really good episode, I think. But it was partly due to that, but also due to listening to uh, the episode that Aaron did with Craig on the Downbeat podcast as well, which is also rad. And off the back of that, myself and Craig started working on the Bodies of Change album, which is pretty much in shape now musically and is just kind of waiting on vocals from Greg. Uh, Pucciato, who's currently out on tour with Jerry Cantrell. So I'm hoping that once he's back, we can get this record finished and released. Because uh, I'm pretty stoked on it, to be honest. It's kind of like, kind of like Wolves in the Throne Room, Agalock meets Mono, or with a little bit of Deftones, maybe. Anyway, that's happened. Um, I've also been working on a ton of paintings at the moment. Um, including a cover for a really excellent comic book called Department of Truth, which is my favourite comic that I've read in a long time. A very old friend of mine is the artist that draws that and created it with the writer, um, a guy called Martin Simmons. So that's nice to have been asked to do that. Uh, I'm also working on an album cover for a really rad new band made up of very good people from other bands. And aside from creative endeavours, I'm getting ready for festival season um, and looking forward to travelling outside of the UK for the first time since this plague hit the planet. So that's going to be cool. Anyway, so to the matter at hand, on this episode of Someone Who Isn't Me, episode number 43, my guest is Eric Danielson, frontman of Swedish black metal titans Watain. If you don't know the band... That is okay. You can rectify that immediately by checking out some of the songs from the upcoming album... Uh, there's a couple of tracks like there's the howling and ceremosa already out there and the band's about to release their seventh studio album the agony and ecstasy of watain which drops at the end of april and it's an excellent example of where extreme metal is in 2022 as i discuss with eric on this episode i'm always drawn to bands that i feel have a clear spiritual component and intention in their works which is why i like artists like like Neurosis and Wolves in the Throne Room, Chelsea Wolf, Om, Wardruna, Horseback, etc., etc. And they that's why they resonate so strongly with me 
And that's something fundamental to Watain and their approach to music. So over the course of the hour-long conversation, we discuss the upcoming record, but quickly head off on tangents that take in things like uh, recording processes, um, Gigi Allen, and how transgressive art is somewhat legitimized by the forum in, in which it's presented. Uh, we talk about the nature of the devil as an archetype and an entity, and also the formation of egregores. This is an interesting episode, I think, and I found Eric to be very smart, well-read, and a spiritual person who considers his band to be a spiritual and magical pursuit, which I wholeheartedly back. We'd not really talked before. Um, we'd met once or twice. But um, any regular listeners of Swim will know that I often get to the mystical nature of the creative process with guests. And if that kind of chat is your jam, then I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Whilst listening back and editing today's episode, there are things uh, I wish I'd brought up or got into a little more as I found this to be really inspiring and a, a thought-provoking chat, which is all you can ask for in a conversation such as this, I think. Um, but it is what it is. So I should point out that even though I had Eric record his audio at his end with a mic, just after the one-hour mark, his recording stopped for some reason, and I had to finish the pod using the audio from the recording of the phone call that I always do as a backup. Um, thanks to the Roadcaster Pro for that. Otherwise, it would have been a very abrupt mid-sentence finish with no real sense of conclusion. So the sound of his recording does change for the last five minutes or so, which I hope won't dampen your enjoyment. Um, but to be fair, this is a free podcast, so if, if it does bother you, then tough shit. Regardless, this is Eric Danielson of Watain. Enjoy for doing this well uh, thank you thanks for having us I, I'm, I'm very excited about it because i really like your band a lot as i mean i've made that clear in the past but i think the new album is yeah it's great i think there's thank you something very special about it um so yeah so over the course of this i mean have you got up to i won't want to take up any longer than an hour is that okay if we get yeah, that's, around that yeah that's that's uh that's perfectly fine Okay. It's the last thing on my uh, schedule today, so it's it's totally cool. Okay, cool. Have you been doing a lot of these? And I, well, I guess we're on the cusp of the album coming out at the end of the month, aren't uh, we? So. Yeah, there's it's it's been quite a lot lately. But but the thing is that uh, I I kind of enjoy doing interviews, you know, and and uh, <laughs> I I don't I, I like I like to do a lot of interviews because they're all they're never the same, really. And even if they are the same, it's like it's pretty cool to talk about but hey, there, there's a lot to there's a lot to be uh spoken about you know so it's yeah i don't mind great you are probably a, well i mean you are a very rare person anyway but yeah i think that only clarifies it because I, I think most people loathe talking about things which i get to a certain degree because i, I think um all great art is is an expression of the people making it and therefore that could be everything that needs to be said but i'm a terrible person that likes to know you know more yeah exactly yeah <laughs> fair enough no but i think that's the case of of you know most people within our genre whichever subgenre anyone wants to classify that as i think that when you first discover music as a kid it, it resonates so profoundly with you you just want to know everything don't you and i i still got that yeah exactly i mean i i watch a lot of these uh 
shows and read a lot of articles about like you know when, when there's a new book that i like coming out and there's an interview with the author or an in, like on, on tv or in a magazine or same thing with like when there's a good like art exhibition and they are interviewing the artist and so on i mean i find that as a uh, i find that super interesting and and uh i see it as a kind of I, i'm missing the word here like uh, it's a continuation of of of, of what you're seeing or, or yeah. what you're experiencing. I think when when it works the way it should, you know those interviews. So yeah, and and it's also like for me personally, I I see it as as a way to be able to like pinpoint things and maybe clarify a few things, you know, that that otherwise would just be totally up for interpretation. Which which a lot which a lot of it will still be, I suppose. But but uh. But it's I, I I just see it as a kind of a artist benefit to be able to explain myself a little bit every now and then, you know. Yeah. Well, great. Well, hopefully, then I'll ask some interesting questions, and and we'll get to we'll get into that because um. Yeah. Sure. As I was saying, you know, uh, the album's on the cusp of its release. Today's the thirteenth. It comes out in sixteen days, I think. So. Right. So, to, I guess to start. The band was was obviously birthed in an underground scene with very clear intentions, and now we find ourselves twenty five years later. You're a Grammy nominated band. You've got gold records, worldwide acclaim, and 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 rightly so as as one of the greatest black metal bands. So, if we can talk about as much of that as time will allow, um, including obviously the new record, but also the esoteric interests and currents that are the core of the band, if we could, depending on how much you would like to talk about that. But I feel that. I think it's all. It always comes up in one way or another, you know. Uh, th- those th- those sides of the band. It's like it permeates everything we do. Yeah. Uh, so so it'll uh, it'll be it'll be talked about. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. For, of course. We got an hour. No, but that that sounds great. I'm 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 up for I'm up for anything, man. Okay, great. So um. Should we talk a little bit about? I don't know where to start. I, I'm never good at getting into these because when I make notes on it, when I'm listening through to records and and doing research, my my notes are, are very much like you know when you see see in a film when somebody has put together that like a a bizarre conspiracy theory with photos yeah. photos <laughs> on a wall with like <laughs> exactly that's unfortunately what my mind is like and and hence my notes uh, are that way as well and I did try and organize uh, them but I can relate. <laughs> okay, let's start with the recording of the record because yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you recorded it live, correct? Which is yeah, is exactly. The first time you did that. Yeah, it's the first time we did that, and and um, I don't know why, because it's like it feels like the perfect way to do this kind of music, um, especially now since we have been writing and composing all the material as a five piece you know with with a full ensemble in the in the rehearsal room um we it it just didn't make any sense really to to go in and do and do it any other way and Mm. and we are also we we have the privilege of having our front of house guy as our uh producer he he's the guy that owns the studio Mm. tura so he knows our he knows the way we perform so well you know and 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 he's he knows everyone's ability he knows like who 
uh, well, who does what and so on, right? So, mm. so, so it was kind of a it was a good setup for for being able to also go into the studio, being everyone in the same room and just playing the songs. I mean, basically, technically, it was like a mic'd up rehearsal, mm. um, but in a church and <laughs> in a in a very very focused manner. Yeah, because the studio the studio is, is is actually located in in this old uh, church, this countryside. What what used to be a countryside church? Yeah, fantastic. I think the thing is as well, and this is no critique of anyone else. I don't want to get into that, but I I feel that, and I'm guilty of it myself. I'm doing it, making a record this way at the moment. But the mm-hmm. the opportunity now to record, especially in in recent times, because of what's happened in the last several years, to record remotely, is something that that we now have as a as a luxury. We can we can you know make records and. I feel like there's there's something to be missed, especially with a band like yours, because we'll get into that a, a little later. But I believe that there is something that's very magical about the the process of performing. Absolutely. A, a, and I feel that if you if you don't record in that way, sometimes it it almost seems counterintuitive to to not do it that way because yeah, because there's yeah. there's 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 more than than everybody involved uh, in in the outcome so um so i feel right. if, if you don't give that the chance to 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 breathe literally then it will be lost and I, and i think as well aside from the the way that we can record now is there's obviously a lot of editing going along and, and i had this conversation with another artist that i feel that actually they said it best when when you edit now and record it there's very much a lot of cut, cut and paste going on and that's fine Mm-hmm. But but when something has a, a vitality to it, moving through it, it's almost like I guess a snake is a good example. If if it were to be a right. song, and you start to cut things up and move it around, it's like all of a sudden the tail is in the middle of the snake, and then the head is somewhere at the end. Yep. And, you know, and and it loses that vitality somewhat. Yeah, I got a pretty cool vision in my head though when you were <laughs> talking about this cut up snake with a tail in the middle of it, and. It- so on but, but yeah no exactly um yeah that this this cutting and pasting and and the editing uh opportunities that exist now are of course like i mean they are they are artistic tools like like any other artistic tools i would For say sure. it's not, i mean it's like it it's easy to get you know caught up in this romanticizing of you know doing it the old school way and like keeping it analog and so on, right? And and I mean, I, I'm I'm very guilty of that a lot of times. But but it's just because it's the way I like to do things, you know. It, it's it's just yeah. the way that 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 I feel uh, works best, where 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 the result becomes the most potent, I guess. And yeah. and and in the case of like recording live versus uh, versus recording in the well traditional way i was going to say but but say the modern way of, of, of like tracking every instrument separately mm. I, I just feel that f- you know for me batain has always been a band that, that where i get to do things the way i think i would like all bands to do things you know what i mean it's like yeah. it, it's like my batain is is of course in essence like my 
my ideal band or that's that's what we've always tried to uh, try to make it into it i mean th- th- it's it's just it's just like that and of and uh, and and with you know if if i picture some of my favorite bands recording some of my favorite albums then i'd much rather picture them being in a really you know cool place with uh, a lot of cool shit around them and just playing the songs together. That's kind of how I idealized that situation. Yeah. And uh, I, I I have no control over that, how, how my favorite bands do things, but I do have control over how we do things. And, yeah. and we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep on doing that, you know, the, the, the way we, we would like all bands to work, I guess some yeah. something along those lines. Do you think? So, so that's so, sorry, yeah. sorry, no, carry on, sorry. No, no, but that 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 I think is. I mean, it's not the reason why we're doing it, but it's definitely one of one of the reasons. Yeah, and do you think that there is a palpable? Um, uh, can, can you feel that more with this record? Do you think? I think you can because, um, like I said, there's a vitality to it. But right. Well, there, here's the thing. Like it, it's you know, I think. I, I definitely think it comes across in the in the final result, but but I, I was also there to experience the, yeah. the process. So so, you know, but but I but I make a point out of out of telling how it was recorded live because I I think it might add something to the experience when people listen to it. Also, you know, I I I think I would listen to it maybe a little bit differently. And uh, so maybe it's it's that knowledge of of it being recorded live that that does that you know that that adds something to yeah to the exper- to, to to the listening experience. But but I don't know. I mean, some people would say that that it wouldn't have made a difference at all whether we had you know done it this way or just recorded everything separately in a in a you know boring hospital kind of environment, and we would still. You'd still hear the same things in the end. I don't believe that. I'm sure others do, but but I tend to rely on on you know I don't know real and urgent things you know and and, and this this uh, this uh, recording session for sure was 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 one of those. Yeah, I get that, and I I I, I kind of liken it to the to the old. Um kind of psychic tv approach of you know the product is the process the process is the product and and right regardless of how anyone else views that because all art is subjective obviously that that, that's neither here nor there because it's it's about what you have as a group have made for yourselves and everything else is obviously great that's brilliant that people love it and and you get the praise but but yeah art is for the artist to a certain yeah, I mean, I, I think it's very dangerous for a band to work too much in like sterile environments and to be surrounded with like uninspiring <laughs> thing. Like you know, it, like if you have the chance to do things in a way that you'll remember them as something, you know, like fuck that was a cool recording or like mm. fuck that that stage show was was something else you know why not do it i mean it's it's like you you have this one chance you know so yeah might as well right so 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 i think um 
I think it's uh, yeah for, for for us it was a it was a really it was a great recording session really right. really really like atmospheric and everyone was you know really there like you, you could really feel this um, this total focus from everyone and at the same time you know we were so well rehearsed at that point that you could allow yourself to just let go uh, which was which was kind of the goal when we were rehearsing and preparing for for entering the studio we were we wanted to to be as close to the material as as we would need to be in order to you know play it with our eyes closed kind yeah. of and just enjoy, just enjoy actually performing the songs rather than you know focus on getting it right so, mm-hmm. so that was the, that was the level we wanted to be at yeah and i'm curious did when because lyrics are such a hugely important part of of what you do are they finished are they a finished thing when you go into to track or 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 are they is there like um pardon the pun is there like a skeleton of of what the song is about and i'm just curious yeah exactly i i think uh i that that seems to be so individual from from uh writer to writer right how yeah. how how that process works uh and and i agree it is pretty interesting like because it's such a fundamental part of in building a song like or or finishing a song like how 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 so i always feel that once once you get the vocals on there and they're the final words that's when the song is is done yeah that's that's kind of my my feeling but but um i uh i always have when we're bringing material to the studio at that point i always have a lyric for each song that is say 90 percent done yeah in in most cases 100 percent done but but i always leave it a little bit open because there's always this you know final twists and turns that the song takes in a in a studio environment i suppose yeah so it's good to like be able to leave a little little gap for for whatever that wants to make its way into the lyric or into the final version of the song, right? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I, I like to have, I like to have titles, and I like to have uh, more or less a, a finished lyric, so that the rest of the band can can read that and you know get into like the deeper meaning of of the song and that the real yeah. intention of what we're trying to convey, right? So. I, I think that's that's good, especially if you're going to perform it together. It's good if, like, if there's a song about, uh, you know, like, fucking fiery power and 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 like fist to the fist to the sky kind of mentality, then then it's good if everyone knows that and like can kind of sing along in their head, you know, with with the lyrics. And I think I think yeah. it only benefits the the performance of course yeah with that intention there it, it imprints on everything that, that everyone does i think yeah and and it's this you know yeah because it's all i think it's always good you know in in, in the band uh setting when you feel that you're performing with the same yeah intention i guess sort of the same thing is in mind so to say so it's not like you're performing an instrumental song that no one really knows what what it's about yeah uh, that's that that can be cool as well of course but yeah. but i think we like we like to since since our songs are so like uh i tend to look at them as quite like individual in the sense that they're like stories in themselves it's not like the album is a book and and there's different chapters 
in the same story. I, I tend to look at it more like uh, that they're all short novels, if we're sticking to the book uh, comparison. I, I think they're all short novels rather than, you know, individual chapters in a book that it's about this one thing so if that makes sense yeah and yeah. and and, and the, in the, in that sense i think it's also good if 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 you if we all know a little bit about you know what's what's the story here what what's what, what are we focusing on here yeah yeah i agree and i think that um you know when i when i was um reading through the lyrics they feel um they feel like um and I'm, I, I guess this is the intention, but they feel like they're a, a lot of them are, are almost like an invocation. You could read them as, you know, I, I read a lot of um, books on, on magic. And yeah, when you can read a set of lyrics and they feel as if they could be something from um, from one of those books, then I I assume that that is the intention within it. But that might just be me projecting. Uh, I mean, I, I'm never going to... Um... I'm never gonna deny anyone their interpretation, and, and uh, <laughs> okay. it, 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 it's what I it's what I love about uh, about releasing music and lyrics to uh, to the public that that you know people people have their own interpretations, largely based on their own uh, knowledge and experience, and you know I don't know what, what they read and, and and so on, right? And I. I I welcome that to to a hundred percent. I think that's that's what makes uh, the whole thing come alive and kind of like uh, really take a root in in the world. Yeah. Uh, so 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 I love that and 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 that that interpretation is definitely has a, has a lot of merit to it. I think that there are definitely um, invocative aspects of 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 the. Of some some of these lyrics definitely yeah um, the, the, the the what I what I w wanted to kind of make sure this time with this album when when I was working on on the lyrics was that they were all uh, I, I was gonna allow myself to to really uh, you know focus on just one lyric at a time and have that lyric become whatever it wanted if that makes sense like uh, i wasn't uh, uh, i wasn't that interested in in having all the lyrics being about the same things or having the same like uh, intention the, the, uh, with, with with what i wanted to communicate with each lyric it was it all became quite uh, yeah I, I guess individual is the word right i can't find any better word yeah really, but yeah but um uh, like separate from one another in that sense and uh yeah some lyrics are definitely written in a more like almost like a trans like mindset i suppose um it's it's a little bit hard to, to pinpoint uh what, what goes on in your mind right when you're mm. like in a very inspired um frame of mind and it's just everything else is just blocked out and and it's just it's just it's just you and 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 the paper that you're pouring yourself out on that that's that's uh, that happens on on occasion and some of those lyrics were were written like that and, and uh, while while other lyrics are more um i mean direct and take a lyric like if we 
to take a, a concrete example, the lyric for Leper's Grace is all, almost has like a punk vibe to it in the sense that it's very directed to, you know, uh, towards certain people and towards certain uh, um, approaches that people have had towards Vatane and so on. It's like a it's like a direct commentary on 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 experience that we've had. Yeah. While other, while others are far more you know like subversive and, and abstract and so on. And I, I like that. I, I like that uh, dynamics. You know, I, I think that we don't release albums so often. <laughs> so uh, so it's cool when they can contain you know. A bit of dynamics and a bit of like yeah different different layers and and uh, yeah 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 for sure and I, I get that I get that there's an like um like a form of automatism when when you're um when you're in the creative process in the creative space but and and we would I mean we can definitely I'd love to talk about that in a second but yeah going back to Absolutely. Leper's Grace I feel mm-hmm. yeah when I saw that I it felt very much like um almost like a commentary a, a about the idea of setting yourself apart from a society and, and yeah, walking a path that's freeing, which I guess that is in, in an esoteric way. That's, that's almost like, you know, the path through, I don't know, for the tarot, for example, from starting as the fool and, and becoming the hermit and then the magician and then end up at the world because it's when you set yourself apart um, and you consider to be following a very specific path other things open themselves up to you and and i feel that that's when kind of synchronicities and and i guess magical experiences happen definitely and and uh it's uh it's something um it's something with how uh the world around you approaches this you know and 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 how they they look upon that and and i think leper's grace deals a lot with uh like you say you know walking a quite specific path that that is that is um uh, not 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 really the common path of 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 men maybe and and uh mm. it, it it it's 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 my it's my attempt to communicate to to communicate kind of my experience with how people have tried to interpret that path from their own perspective with sometimes quite terrible results yeah uh, it, it it's i mean w- what we're doing with vatain is is of course uh, a form of transgression of the senses it's it's it is it it it, it, it it's very it's always been close to uh, what normal people would call extreme or 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 controversial and and so on right and mm. and i mean that i mean that it, it, what what they see as extreme is is and 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 controversial and problematic is is are, are things that to others might be beautiful and and powerful and and uh, invigorating and, and so on yeah and uh and uh, I mean, George Bataille talked a lot about these these uh, things as well, uh, meaning that you know it is it is not until uh, you experience the forbidden pleasures that that you can also uh, truly well know yourself, but 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 also 
uh, know your own limitations and, and, and above all, maybe know truly know uh, pleasure and passion in, in the in the purest in their in their purest form, so to say. And and uh, in in other people's eyes, that might be you know super problematic or or uh, or very like off-putting or or uh, repulsive and and so on, right? And that's that's a bit what the what the what that lyric is about. You know, the leper's grace is like to me. There is grace in uh, well, the, the leper is of course the outcast. You know, who you mm. who they shipped away to to colonies to kind of die away. Uh, they didn't want to have anything to do with them in normal societies. They shipped them away, like you're not welcome here. Fuck off, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I think there is something very graceful in in the leper. I, I can, I can uh, relate a lot to this kind of uh, exile in a way, and and uh, and uh, and and the and the like that the community that arose on these like uh, leper islands is it's it's deeply fascinating i think you know and and then the cultures and uh, that i mean they were they were small and they're not that well documented in history but they're super super fascinating so so it's it's a bit about that but there's there's so much crammed into that lyric but but it's but i'm very happy with it it's a bit different from from a lot of the lyrics that i've written in that it is a quite like direct uh, unmysterious <laughs> commentary on 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 these things, and yeah. there was, uh, as they say, you know, it's sometimes it's good to get shit out of the system. Yeah, for that sure. Was, that, that was one of those cases, I suppose. I was. It actually made me think about who you might consider to be your your peers on that path. I, I saw recently that you posted like a list of artists that had inspired the band at times, like right. um, Yamanda Galar and and um, Gigi Allen and. And right. That. So yeah. Yeah, that was cool to do. Yeah, it's fun to put that together. And I, I guess that, and I, and I can see why from from all various aspects of the people that you've listed. Um, obviously, um, Farida actually is on is on We Remain on this record as well, and and Super mm-hmm. Insulin That's listed right. is great. But um, yeah, Gigi in particular resonated with me just because I think that um, I don't know, I became quite fascinated with him over the last sort of several years and made loads of paintings of him but um oh cool cool yeah you have to show me those yeah i'll I'll show you afterwards there's um there's something about him because i feel like uh he was so transgressive and a lot of people took that in the wrong way is it it was just shock he was doing it purely for shock reasons and that Mm -hmm. you know he wouldn't be he wouldn't he was never going to be um viewed in the same way as someone like chris burden or or boys, or, or as a performance artist, he was just no, like, exactly. He's just that fucked, fucked up guy that shits on himself. Right, but but still, he, he were. He, I mean, they were not far away from each other, like conceptually and and of uh, course, yeah, and and artistically. So, it, but 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 it's. I think there's there's been uh, no one like Gigi in that sense, you know. And he 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 was also very. Um, he, he romanticized, of course, the idea of the underground a lot, and and you know that that he 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 saw the potential in 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 uh, like the revolutionary potential in in a, in an underground community, for example. You know, he, yeah. he like wanted to you know fan the flames of of, of the of the aggressions and the, uh, yeah, like the the the, the really transgressive parts of, of the underground at, the, at that time but but he, he was all over the place of course you know but 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 at the same time he's, he's deeply fascinating in the sense that 
there's there, often when 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 artists get that uh, how to say like uh, when artists are that extreme mm. uh, they often have like a uh, like a pretty clear artistic agenda or they have their they're political or they're you know they have like this pretty defined purpose somehow but 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 Gigi seemed to just embody like all the he just wanted to like em- embody the enemy you know like rock and roll as the enemy of society rock and roll as as the devil really you yeah know? He, he he was he, he used the devil as a, as a symbol quite a lot right and and mm. and i believe it that he he did that in a in a much more um correct way that than than uh, than a lot of others that that have used the devil in their work as a symbol yeah. I, I think that Gigi was closer to it in the sense that you know yeah sure the devil is is it can definitely be your uh, your friend you know he, he's definitely this the saint of uh, the saint of those who, who wants to walk another path in life and 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 it, it, it there's definitely an allure and, and and a beauty to the devil right but 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 that's not the whole truth the devil is also very complicated figure it's it's a it's a it's a figure that's that um that invites uh, you to to ask yourself the, the most problematic questions of all you mm. know uh, it, it it it's not a uh, it, it, it it's not an unproblematic figure whatsoever it's 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 the it's well, the opposite it, of yeah that. i mean i mean as as our people but that i guess also there's the the added aspect that what most people would consider to be that figure is is an amalgamation of millennia and cultures of, of all you know c- crushed together and and um sure f- almost like a like a folder or a file on a computer where it's like okay that gets put in this folder now because that's this and it, and it goes against well, as we were saying, with right. yeah, the, that's walked a separate path and and is is transgressive and yeah, like we say, different cultures interpret different things, but it's like different heads of the hydra, I guess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, but 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 I, I think that one of the most important roles of, of the devil in if if we if we go beyond religion here and, and talk about the devil as a symbol in 
society and philosophy and so on. Mm. Uh, it, it, it is um, it is a concept that 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 should not only be that that shouldn't be that easily approachable. You know, it's it. I I, I think the devil serves a very important purpose as a uh, as a symbol for. Uh, for the forbidden parts of man, not not only not not only the uh, not only the things that are you know dark and exciting, but but also things that are terrible and horrible. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I I think I think there is something to uh, I I think there is there there is something to that uh, combination of you know how how we are all of course attracted to. Uh, to horror movies and and we all like you know these uh, these stories of of uh, yeah we come back to this word transgression a lot but here we go again you know no, yeah and and, uh, and 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 it's it's um it, we all like that but 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 should these stories and should these movies occur in real life we would most of us would you know collapse in in fear and 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 intimidation yeah and 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 there's that's where the devil becomes a a a very interesting concept because i believe that that uh, that the devil has both of those sides uh it's 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 uh you know it 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 asks it asks the questions that that uh, uh that that are quite uncomfortable uh, and and uh, <laughs> and they they need to be asked you know without yeah. anyone asking those questions we would just walk around like blind sheep and, and that's no one wants to do that you know yeah i agree and you, you see that throughout history with with people that have written about such things like i don't know like crowley and kenneth grant and spare and like michael ford and people like that and um and yeah, those sort of adversarial forms. But yeah, I, I also understand what you're saying that, it, that as well as this kind of Luciferian idea of of um, uh, giver of knowledge and bringer of light. Yeah, exactly. Um, Illu- illumination, also, really. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but there's also the the more um, horrifying aspect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's a it's 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 a concept for made for humans, you know, to to relate to, and and uh, and that's. You know, well, when when you as soon as humans come into the picture, you 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 need to <laughs> you need to remember that we have other qualities than being nice and mild and and understanding and and loving. You know, there's if there's anything that history tells us is that that that's that's not the whole truth of mankind. You know, rather rather the opposite. Yeah, that 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 needs to be acknowledged from 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 time to time and dealt with from time to time. I believe and. I think it's it's uh, it's in culture and in art the devil has such uh, he, he has an immense role to play in that sense and and uh, and I uh, I'm very proud to to uh, do his bidding in that sense you know as an artist yeah and I, I guess that's why I saw on the uh, I can't I can't remember in the video online where it had the, the Cormac McCarthy quote from Blood Meridian where he said men's memories are uncertain. Right. And the past always differs little from the past that was not. Yeah. That's yeah. such a mind fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that quote. Yeah. It's I, actually 
it's taken from this this section. I'm pretty sure I can't remember. I had this quote written down for such a long time, but but I'm pretty sure it's from uh, one of my favorite sections, uh, where there's this where there's a blind man who is uh, who is talking for like four pages about what it is like to be blind, mm. but in this like totally you know profound McCarthyan kind of monologue that you just like yeah. you just when 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 you're done with it you just like stare into oblivion for an hour and then you might get back to normal you know <laughs> just incredible but but that 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 uh, that one quote is just it, it doesn't it doesn't summarize the whole section that I'm talking about uh, that well but but it's but it's definitely like ju- just that quote alone I think it's just brilliant <laughs> amazing yeah and as you were saying that that you can't ignore the fact that people aren't, you know, there's not two sides to a coin or, um, and you said in, on the liner notes, or I believe it's the liner notes. It's, um, the, the manifesto that I have for the, that I assume is coming with, yeah. the, with the records where it says that. Well, I, I actually it isn't coming with the record. We just sent that out to, to, uh, to the press, but ah, we're going to publish okay. it online as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 With it saying that it's exploring, yeah, these dualistic themes of agony and ecstasy, obviously from from the title and the sacred and profane, and um, but the the one thing that that uh, where it says um e- about you eagerly excavating the winding depths of the mind and spirit with a new sense of clarity and determination, and I just wondered what it was that had brought you that new sense of clarity. Um. Yeah, I think um, one one. One thing to, to that that definitely plays a role in that is is the fact that for the past fifteen years or so we've been touring quite constantly with Vatain and touring constantly uh, is very inspiring and can be very you know invigorating and so forth. But but it, it it's a nomadic lifestyle yeah. and it's it it doesn't leave that much place for um, well uh, to put it like this i, I the pandemic <laughs> was was a very welcome thing yeah, in that regard for me i i yeah. uh, i spent a lot of time to finally you know uh, wind down a little bit and uh, and to get rid of a lot of uh, unnecessary bullshit that i was carrying with me mm. uh, and uh yeah dead weight kind of you know and uh and uh just f- focused on on getting to know who i was now uh, because if you're doing something for 15 years like touring as we as we have mm. consistently uh you don't really i mean of course you evolve and progress that that's inevitable but 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 there's there's not really any there's no real room for proper reflection uh i think or i find that no i agree i think i think most people that have that have toured a lot would agree with you there yes yeah exactly you know what i mean so 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 i think i think this newfound sense of clarity that 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 i we wrote about in that press release is uh is uh comes a lot from from the fact that we've been uh, we've been blessed with this time to uh, just evaluate things a bit anew and and uh, 
see where things are at, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think, uh, I hope that many other artists that have been doing things for a while took the chance to do that as well, because I find that I'm in a much more, um, I'm in a much better place creatively after that. I think it's, it, and, and perhaps most of all, because just, you know, getting rid of a lot of shit that, that don't need to be there anymore, you know, fuck, I mean, you don't want to go around with a, with a, uh, with a, you know, really heavy suitcase when you're, when you're, when you spend your entire life walking ahead, you know, it's yeah. like you, I like the fair light and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I, that, so that's that's I guess what I'm what I'm referring to with this newfound sense of clarity. There was just there was a lot of of self uh, uh, getting to know myself again uh, before you know really delving into the, the the writing process and especially the lyrics this time. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Uh, so I think, that was great. Yeah, because I I think that as you said when when you're touring and it's almost like being on a pirate ship isn't it or quite often actually it's more like being a shark following a pirate ship but you're 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 constantly moving forward and and it's those breaks from tour where where a lot of people really suffer because they it's almost like they've stepped outside of this bubble and i think this enforced period of that for a lot of people has had this effect where they've had a little um yeah, self-reflection, I guess, is is a way of looking at it, and and realizing that that there is a lot of bullshit that that's kind of become attached, and a lot of things that you put up with, that you suddenly go, well, I don't need this in my life. This is bullshit, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, because you know, let's not do that anymore when we go back to it. I guess because they become a bit like uh, corks, you know, blocking the blocking these like. Uh, holes from where from where you know eruptions should occur but yeah. but they're blocked by this you know unnecessary yeah emotional or, or spiritual quirks <laughs> kind of that, <laughs> that just uh that, that that should just be removed and then 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 great things can happen i think so 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 i think that the the, the album is very much uh, an eruption of things that have been you know underlying for a long time and just waiting to fucking burst out and and that's uh, that's what it is you know that's that's why there is a, this sense of uh, i i have this relation to to the album that it that it feels a lot like a kind of a climax or a culmination of of, of, of sorts you know yeah yeah there's one there's there's something that uh, um that was in the notes where it says that the album is distilled arranged performed through and that's the thing I really wanted to talk about as well, because um, sorry, say again. I where you really hear you? Where you said that the album has been distilled, arranged, and performed through you, right? Um, right. and I know that you said in um, it, uh, the 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 short documentary, Music, Blood, and Spirit, when you you said that you when you were working on um. On the second, was it Cassus Luciferi that you said it about where where mm -hmm. there, where, mm -hmm. where you realised that there was something else present there beside the three of you, and I think this is something that I find really that I always want to talk about because most people don't want to talk about it. But I, I remember having a conversation with Scott Kelly from Neurosis, 
Right. Yeah, he should he should be able to talk about that, I suppose, right? Yeah, exactly. And he said yeah. that that when they were writing there's more than just their voices in the room creating it. And and I, and I and for a lot of people, a they don't want to talk about that because they feel like they're going to be viewed as being crazy, which is fine, whatever. That goes back to mm. what we were initially talking about um about walking your own path and being ostracized by people. But mm. but but you know, that uh, and again, I guess this is is similar to the Gigi thing and someone like uh, uh, any other performance artist. It's about the environment that 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 happens in. But yeah, what I was going to say was about the idea of you know like when Geisen and Burroughs are working together, and they describe the third mind about this thing that 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 became um, in existence when they were collaborating. And you could, I guess, you could consider that to be like an egregore or something. But um, exactly, yeah. Um, the, or is it the, yeah. no so go, go on no but the the egregore concept is is um, is quite fitting into what we're talking about here I suppose yeah uh, I think that's that's the 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 established concept that I can relate to the most when I try to you know talk about this quiet intimate subject <laughs> yeah um but 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 there's something there's something to a group of wild-eyed uh, musicians slash shamans who are yeah. doing things together and evoking something together because we have never been that interested in just writing good rock songs you know that yeah. there's always been a spiritual approach to what we do we want to we want to shake our spirits with our work and and uh, mm. and shake the spirits of others and in order to do that you can't rely just on your own you know musical skill and your musical taste and your you know uh, artistic output you you need to uh, you need to bring in uh, something else uh, and you need to you, you need to bring that in and you need to feed it and 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 you need to uh, you need to honor it and you need to approach it with reverence you know and and, yeah. and that's that's i think something that we have done with botane since yeah like you mentioned you know uh, causes lucifer days yeah uh, but would you when, uh, yeah go ahead and, uh, sorry i keep interrupting this cuz i'm very excited and I, yeah. <laughs> I apologize, but um, no worries. I was gonna say, do you think that is an egregore, or do you think that's an external voice that moves through the participants in the in the creative process? I suppose it's a composite of both. Um, uh, I would definitely say it's a composite of both, uh, mm. and and uh, I mean, an an egregore, the concept of the egregore. Maybe we should clarify that yeah to, to the people who are listening it's like <laughs> yeah. The, yeah it's quite it, 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 the concept of the egregore is 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 the um uh it's like a uh, a magical child conceived by uh, the members of a group uh, it, it, it it's it is not a physical thing it, it is a it is a spiritual thing it, it, it is a it is a immaterial uh, force that uh, that is the result of of uh, 
of of a communal or a group effort. Yeah, which uh, is of, often often with like a magical intent or a or a, or artistic intent, maybe you could say. Uh, well, they're the, they're the same thing, aren't they? I think personally, for me, I think they're the same thing, and and that's where yeah, that's where they differ from from like a tulpa, I guess, because it's it's definitely like a group working towards an end or working down a path rather than um, that this. Um, that the egregore becomes apparent. Um, yes, yeah. exactly. And and uh, and uh, then then that that, uh, that then you can work with this. And I mean, I I think I think so sometimes that egregore. I mean, Ramones also had an egregore, but yeah. perhaps they were not that aware of it being that. You know. Yeah. But 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 it, but but it's it's. I think it's the it's 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 the power. Uh, of the group that that kind of becomes a thing on its own, uh, and and uh, and if you're aware of that, and if you have a magical spiritual ap- approach to your artistic work, then then you can do, th- th- then you can work with that. You, you can you can have that. You can place that as, a, as the center piece on on an altar. You can yeah. you can you can work with it. You know mm-hmm. uh, distinctly and 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 clearly. And and I think that's that's to a great extent what we have done with Botain for many years now. You know, we, we have approached Botain as something other than the sum of ourselves, but rather, you know, this thing that has that has been uh, evoked from from our from our common uh, work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I think that's a beautiful way of of, of looking at uh, at your own artistic and artistic work. I think it's very inspiring, and I think that's, I think that's also why Vatain has really maintained this this sense of, uh, um, I don't know, like escalation really th- throughout uh, throughout our entire career. We haven't really, you know, slowed down or got tired or uninspired, but rather we have like we have had this thing that 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 demands feeding and that demands you know fucking constant fire and yeah. and i i mean i cannot think of a more noble way to spend my life than to do that really you know i think it's i think it's a beautiful thing and 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 uh, i i understand that that not everyone can relate to these concepts or the, the, you know like the idea of magic in the first place but 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 in general what it comes down to maybe if if i should talk about it in 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 ways that all people can relate to it's like value your own work consider it sacred you know mm. because 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 th- there is pe- people are going to people are going to listen to it they're going to take it to them and like you should you should make sure that it's that it's something that you care deeply for, that you have respect for, that you feel reverence for. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I find that to be uh, a very inspiring approach to to have to my work, and uh, and uh, I, I, I do love uh, uh, the the fact that we have maintained that approach uh, throughout our our history. Yeah, and I think that. Um... 
I think you can hear that within within certain artists and their work. You can you can see that that's there, and it's some people view it as just the realness, or you know, if they if they don't want to look at it in in any kind of esoteric or magical way, they'll just be like, oh yeah, this band's real, or they mean it, man. But do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I I, I, I know I f- what you mean. I, I feel that that um. I don't know. I'm always attracted to those bands that have that. Put it that way, but I, you, you know, to, to, to put it the other way, like it, it's it, it's also kind of easy to see when a band maybe doesn't have it. Yeah, uh, and and to and, and 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 when you can compare a band that does to to a band that doesn't, it, it might become a bit more obvious. I'm not gonna make any examples here now, but but I think maybe most people that are listening could could like gets a band in their head when I, when I, if I, if I tell people to think about the band that, yeah, that's, but you know, that's just a, that's just a band. They, their music is on the radio and that's, that's that kind of, and there's bands like, let's take an example. Neurosis, great example. I think hmm. there's just, there, there's, there's this almost like tribal feeling to it. There is this, uh, there is this sense of like, there's a magical shimmer around the band. There's something else. There's like purpose, this, yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. And and I, I I'm I, I agree. I, I think uh, such bands are uh, why the, the the reason why I think it's it's uh, interesting to be involved in music in the first place. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think those bands are to be cherished. I think. Yeah, definitely. No. But I li- I like I like all kinds of bands. You know, I wouldn't maybe say that like Destruction from Germany or a band like that. But I love that band. I think they're fucking brilliant. And uh, and uh, I mean, I I perhaps wouldn't say that about Iron Maiden either. But I think they're brilliant too. But but you know, if if we talk about instead, you know, Throbbing Gristle uh, or or Psychic TV or Neurosis or actually like the whole industrial. Yeah. Uh, scene of the 80s like yeah uh, because the, 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 because artists like coil were working with actual right. actual magical documents and their their intention was to approach it in that manner and you know um yeah art and, is a great art is a great tool for that i think music music especially perhaps you know yeah and i think within what coil is a brilliant example in the sense that that they were actually approaching it in a in almost like a Burroughs way of cut, actually cutting up audio in the same way that he was with text, right. and, but also you know yeah. they they were great um, students of Spare, so so there was a lot right. of um, brilliant band, brilliant yeah, band. yeah. Well, actually, continuing on with this idea um, a little bit is, um, I think that then translates into into the live performances because I've spoken to a lot of different artists in all fields, so like. Jazz Coleman from Killing Joke, for example, but another mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. which you will, which you would probably never di- agree with at all, and most people mm-hmm. would never see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a weird way, in a similar thing of what I'm about to talk about is is Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit, which most people are okay. going to. So, and bear with me. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't. I, I don't really have a strong opinion, honestly. But yeah, go ahead. I, I believe the application of in jazz's case it's it's often makeup but it could just as easily be um cigar ash or ash from other places that he applies to his face 
And I had a, I had a conversation with Wes that he's obviously known for having all these different looks for various sort of album cycles or whatever. But he, right. he and I got into quite an interesting conversation where I was telling him about seeing this one sort of uh, persona that he had and how I found him quite distasteful. And there was a definite aura about the character, shall we say? And he, mm. and he started saying that, that he acts in different ways, not consciously, but, but there are different aspects of him and other things that come out depending on how he's dressed. And I had this conversation with Jazz as well that the application of makeup so that it's no longer you, however, you, it's, um, you're then opening yourself up to, to different things to move through you. And, and that's, again, talking, I guess, going back to what we were saying earlier about um about the egregore and and the idea of 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 corpse paint i think is a huge part of that for for bands within the black metal scene right um but the blood in particular with you is hyper important from my perspective again this might mm -hmm. just be me reading too much into it but i believe it just as somebody that has seen your band play there is an undeniable aura and and that you know, partly that is the smell, partly that is the fire. That is, I mean, all these things are very elemental, obviously. But I think once you put blood upon yourself, your uh, it's been used in ritual for for millennia. So absolutely, um, yeah, it brings things through. Um, how do you, how do you view those forces? Because I think when you have knowledge and conversation with them, um, how do you view them within the parameters of Watain? You, you were saying it's the egregore, I guess, that you've been creating. But do you think that... I, I, sorry. Sorry. Do you, uh, I, I, yeah, sorry, I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of, ahead of you. I, I think uh, I view them as... Uh, well, well, to put it like this, what you're seeing on the Watain stage is the egregore manifested... Yes. In that sense, if we want to stick to this concept of the egregor, which which I which I think we could, it's it's an interesting way to to approach what what's going on on the stage. Yeah. Uh, but but also like the the Vatain stage is is deliberately designed, or or the, the the entire performance is designed to at best like induce an ecstatic experience, uh, a religious experience. Yeah. Uh, which, which is both intimidating, but also like invigorating, arousing, yeah. and and uh, I I think that the 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 whole idea of of the rock concert is still, I mean it's still a quite young idea when it comes to like bringing people together for a communal experience. I mean, how long have rock concerts been around? For what seventy years, yeah. eight eighty years, something like that. Hmm. Um, and and it's it's such a it's such an interesting setting with so many ceremonial ingredients. Yeah. Uh, it 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 it's really it is it, at best. I think everyone can agree that a, that a, that a concert can be like ecstatic, religious. You know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then then it doesn't really matter if we're talking about. Uh, you know, Metallica or fucking Coldplay, or if we're talking about underground uh, bands at a, you know, rock and roll dive bar somewhere. Hmm. 
it, 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 has, it has the potential of becoming this overwhelming experience. And I think that has to do with that you are in a situation that is quite rare compared to the rest of, of most people's lives. Yeah. You have loud music, you have a lot of people around you that are focusing on this one thing. They're focusing on the music and they're focusing on what's going on on that stage. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, a very, it's very close to a sermon, uh, to, to, a, to a church sermon, for example, yeah. in that sense. And, and in, so, so to bring Vatane into this, uh, you also have fire. And people are not, I mean, sure, people sit by campfires and maybe, and they light candles at home, but fire is not such an ordinary element to, to be around, you know, for, for most people, especially not when it's accompanied by music, mm-hmm. when it's accompanied by, you know, the smell, which, which, which is super important here as well, because what we're talking about ultimately is, is, is to involve all senses in, in the rock concert, you know, that that's, yeah. That's a little bit what we're doing, right? So, so, so it's really, it's all building up. It's, it's all building up into this like culmination of, of sensory experience that, 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 that I think triggers a lot of very primal sides of our spirits. Yeah. I, I, cause, cause I, uh, to, to be clear, I, I, I believe that human beings are embodied spirits. I believe that we are spirits inside human bodies of, of flesh and blood. Mm. And, and I, I believe that the spirit can be uh, triggered and, and activated and, and made, uh, made dominant over, over the flesh if, if uh, approached in, in, in the right uh, way. And, and, and the rock concert and the Vatain concert is definitely a place where that can happen, you know. Yeah. So, 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 so with, with all this being said, all the ingredients that we use are, are, uh, are designed to, to, uh, to arouse the, the spirit and, and to bring, uh, to bring the spirit into, into dominance over the flesh in, in, that, in that moment, you know, and, and, and this can happen if you open yourself to the experience, if, if you approach it with a, with a analytical mind or with a like a uh, so try to be rational about it and just like stand with your arms crossed and look at it you'll have a different experience of course but yeah but if you open yourself you know then then uh, then uh, then I, I think you can have a very strong experience and and uh, the blood and the fire and the, the loud music and the, the fanatical way in which we approach our our performance uh all adds up to that yeah for sure it's definitely an, an energetic exchange which i don't think happens anymore i mean we it ritual and ceremony is is the core of everybody i think and it, and i think that's because of of you and i are definitely on a a similar page where about um the idea about being embodied spirits i think that yeah there's not many traditions in in modern western society where people get to experience that not really. The, 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 the society is not really built up like that anymore. You know, the modern day society doesn't leave much room for, for uh, these kind of thought patterns at all. Hmm. Uh, and that, that's, that's a shame, but that's, where all, that's also where, where rock and roll music comes into the picture, I think, you know, because it can still serve that purpose. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I think with, with Vatain will always have one foot in the rock and roll world and one foot in the spiritual world and that's that's also what what you will experience when you 
when you see us live and when you when you listen to a record. And that is the perfect ending. That's great. Good. Good. Yeah, that I was... like perfect endings, right? <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 43 of Someone Who Isn't Me with Eric from Watain. The band's incredible new album, The Agony and Ecstasy of Watain, is out on April 29th on Nuclear Blast Records. And it's a truly raging and magical work for sure. You can find the band online at templeofwatain.com and on Instagram, which is uh, just Watain Official. I can be found on Instagram forward slash Daniel P. Carter. The podcast is forward slash swim podcast. On the subject of egregores, if you didn't quite catch what was being discussed, I apologize. I guess theosophy best describes an egregore as a thought form that's created by a group of people, either intentionally or unintentionally, by will or visualization and obsession, etc., and uh, once sparked into existence, it becomes an autonomous entity with the power to influence others. And that can be accessed and interacted with by various techniques such as meditation and trance, etc. I really like the idea of a band egregore created by the artists involved and honed and sustained by an audience or fan base of the band. Um, and in particular, these things can be palpably felt in any situation where they may arise. But I think concerts and festivals in particular are... Yeah, that's obvious. You can feel it. Now that my initial thoughts on this seem to have been confirmed, uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Watain play again. Last time I saw them play in London, I actually went back to give Eric like a totemic drawing that I'd done um, as a gift. And we shook hands. And as I walked away and got back to where uh, my wife was waiting at Merch, she was like, what is that smell? And I realized that my hands smelt like death where I'd shaken hands with him, which is nice. The cover painting of this episode of Eric is approximately 12 inch squares painted in oil, acrylic and premium material on paper. Yeah, you can have a look at that on Instagram or it should be actually the, the cover painting should be there on all pod platforms, I think. As always, please subscribe to the pod and leave a nice five star review, write a good review on your preferred platform as that all pushes things forward through the algorithm and that's great. The next episode is with another Swedish artist actually which is Thomas Huck of the band Meshuggah and I may even put out a brief chat that I had with Tobias of Ghost as well as like a sideshow but that's something that I'd be interested in to know actually do you want just full episodes where we really get into it or should i start releasing some of the interviews that i do for the radio show that are only generally about sort of 25 minutes long so it's not really a full podcast episode and it's also a bit more focused on what the band are doing currently so a little more press i guess but there's some good conversations there i've got stuff with like I said, with Tobias and uh, Randy from Lamb of God, etc., that just kind of sat there. And I feel a bit weird about putting them up as proper episodes, but they would work as maybe like a sideshow. And that way I could just do like a more of a sketchy cover as well, rather than having to do a painting. Because that is a pain in the ass, let me tell you. Anyway, until next time, stay safe, much love, peace. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 